0: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I will try not to be completely redundant, but I do want to join the chair in welcoming the newest members of the CUNY team to the first meeting and their new roles. I'm excited about their leadership and what it means for CUNY. First in the lead academic role for this huge academic institution, Executive Vice Chancellor and University Provost Vita Rabinowitz. Almost everyone in this room knows of Vita's experience at Hunter College, and I could not be more pleased with the clear academic leadership that she is already providing university-wide. President Thomas Second I introduced the President to the campus at the Fall Convocation and we hosted a wonderful event at BCC a few weeks ago. I was quite impressed with the sense of expectation and confidence that I witnessed among the faculty and students and staff and friends of the college. Uh, what the person we call the no longer interim president, David Gomez, of Ostos Community College. It's hard for me to add to what you already know about David, and I mean that in a positive way. Uh, He's had a long and successful career at CUNY, first at Ostos, then at Kingsborough, and now home again at Ostos, something that he and the college and the community are delighted with. The Vice Chancellor for Facilities Planning, Construction, and Management, Judy Bergstrom. As all of you know, especially the members of the Committee on Facilities Planning and Management, Judy's been providing leadership at CUNY for years. And there's a deep level of confidence in her across the university. The Vice Chancellor and Chief Information Officer, Brian Cohen. Brian has one of the most important and thankless jobs in higher education. Technology and information systems have become incredibly expensive, unfathomably complicated and absolutely essential. We appreciate the very good work of Brian and his team. (coughs) We're very pleased with this promotion. I also want to join the chairperson in saying a word of deep thanks to President Ricardo Fernandez, our longest serving president who will be leaving us at the end of the academic year. I tried many times, including tonight, to get Ricardo to stay for another 26 years (laughs) but he has other plans and so we're very grateful for the time he's put in with us. Similarly, I want to add my deep appreciation to President Gould of Brooklyn College uh, who missed the Chairman's accolades but now she's here and she has announced her retirement at the end of this academic year as well. Under President Gould's leadership, many great things have happened at Brooklyn College, not the least of which is the establishment of the new Graduate School of Cinema that will be formally opening next week. A very cool thing for CUNY and New York and Brooklyn College. And while it would be very difficult for the President or even the Chancellor to take credit for this, we're pleased to congratulate Brooklyn College English professor Ben Lerner who was named a MacArthur Genius Award winner earlier this week. President Gould, thank you so much for your service to Brooklyn College. Finally, Dean Ann Kirshner will step down from her tremendously successful run at Macaulay Honors College. People talk about having mixed feelings, but this is really the case here. I'm so sorry to lose her. I'm so happy to gain her. <laughs> I'm delighted that she'll assume a new role, that of Special Advisor of the Chancellor for Strategic Partnerships. I believe it's a very important addition to CUNY. I want to start uh, my report to the board with what this board and I have stated repeatedly is our highest priority, a fair contract for our faculty and staff. Uh, Chairperson Schmidt, I want to thank you uh, for making that very clear again this week. The tremendous quality of the education we offer, recognition of CUNY's great value, The achievements of our students and on and on are due to the commitment and hard work of our faculty and staff. And I can assure you that when we say we are working on this every day to reach a successful resolution, I'm not exaggerating. And while I may not need a reminder or a wake-up call, I do not begrudge our faculty and staff for providing one. I talk to members of the faculty and staff every day and I understand what they're facing. And I may not have created the circumstances that have now resulted in a contract six years out of date, but I certainly accept the responsibility for ending what is an unacceptable situation. I wanna move on to a couple of highlights about uh, the political environment we're in. I I briefed the board previously on uh, the budget this last year. I wanna mention a couple of more recent developments since our last meeting. Uh, we made allocations to both the senior colleges and the community colleges from the budget. Community college budgets have increased over prior years' levels. Uh, all of the additional tuition revenue, approximately $25 million, will go towards investments in the colleges. The use will be determined by the presidents in consultation with elected leadership on the campuses. The senior colleges, as you know, are in a somewhat different position. As you know, none of our mandatory uh, needs were funded for the current year and the state's enacted budget. We made it clear beginning in January that if these non-discretionary costs were not funded the only recourse would be to reallocate from discretionary items and while the source may be technically discretionary it does not mean that they're not critically important expenditures in their own. The $51 million of unfunded mandatory costs represents 4% of our overall state appropriation for the senior colleges. In order to reduce the required reallocation to 3%, we are also implementing a 6% reallocation at the central administration. On a more positive note, uh, you recall the executive budget called for a performance funding increase for the senior colleges. Later in this meeting, you will consider a resolution for this strategic investment initiative to approve the performance plan for allocating funds to the CUNY colleges under this initiative. The funds totaled $20 million, $12 million that was provided in the executive budget for the senior colleges and $6 million supplemented by, the, by CUNY for community college initiatives and an additional $2 million from grants and other sources to be allocated flexibly across both sectors of the university. I am excited about the opportunity for these investments and the most promising proposals from the colleges. Other good news, we're delighted the state has uh, granted the necessary approval for the newly accredited CUNY School of Medicine at City College. Medical school builds on the 40-year success of Sophie Davis School of Biomedical Education. At Sophie Davis, almost half the students are are people of color, compared to an average of the nation's medical schools of a little over 10%. The CUNY School of Medicine will produce much needed medical professionals for underserved areas. Currently, 60% of our alumni from the Sophie Davis program have gone on to practice in federally designated underserved areas. And we certainly expect this to continue with the CUNY School of Medicine. I know from my first meeting with the board, it was called an interview how important this priority was for CUNY. Uh, I thank you for your support in this important endeavor and I'm delighted that we have reached this milestone. With regard to support from the City of New York, you know that we're in the process of significantly scaling up ASAP enrollment from 4,000 last year to 13,000 by fall of 2017 to 25,000 students by the fall of 2018. This is a remarkable achievement. At the same time, City's budgets enables us to double the number of students who participate in CUNY START over the next four years, a program which has demonstrated success in helping students meet their remediation needs. Finally, an additional 17 million for merit scholarships uh, is a tremendous investment in the City University and we're, we're quite pleased with the support the City Council provided for that. This is the beginning. Uh, Our first meeting of the new academic year, although uh, I look around the table and see that many of you have been hard at work at this academic year already. Uh, We're excited about uh, the things to come. I mentioned many of the, I think, important initiatives for the next year in my welcome letter last month. I'll highlight just a couple of things. The strategic planning process, 21st century CUNY. Uh, to help chart the course for CUNY in the years ahead is well underway. There's a good deal of excitement. The steering committee met earlier this week. I'm very pleased with the discussion and the progress. And there are a number of ways to participate in this, so those of you who've been waiting around for an opportunity to weigh in now, www.cuny.edu slash 21st Century Please send your uh, suggestions, priorities. The website will have drafts of the plan as we move along and different elements and I encourage you to look at it and provide uh, any input and we'll provide that information to you uh, in writing. To help plan CUNY's response to the state's call for experiential learning opportunities for all students, appointed a task force headed by President Jeremy Travis and University Dean Surrey Deitch. It's a great opportunity for us across CUNY to examine ways to ensure our students have better tools to enter and succeed in the workforce and we will be coming to the board with our report and recommendations later. A final uh, item I'd mention about the next year, as you all know well, remediation proves to be a persistent challenge, a stubborn one for us, and the Provost and I are committed to improving the outcomes for our students. Dr. Rabinowitz has established a remediation task force to take a close look at our programs, particularly in mathematics, to make sure that we are doing everything and taking advantage of all the tools available to us to help our students uh, succeed. CUNY continues to enjoy remarkable success and I'm convinced our best days lie ahead. Within the last 24 hours I participated in three events that to me demonstrate that promise. Last night the Chancellor's residence I hosted Trustee Awadaji and his colleagues, the new leadership across CUNY and the Student Senate, a great evening with a remarkable group of student leaders. This morning, before 8 a.m. I'm afraid, I participated in the Daily News Hometown Heroes ceremony celebrating New York teachers, counselors, and principals for all they do to help students succeed. My awardee was a terrifically talented young woman who immigrated from the Dominican Republic when she was six and was the first in her family to attend college. She now serves as a high school college counselor at a school where 90% of her graduates go on to college and many of them to CUNY. One of the nicest parts of our conversation was that she told me her career goal was to continue her education and eventually teach at CUNY. So, Mariella, we look forward to talking to you. Uh, Finally, two hours ago, I introduced uh, distinguished professor Paul Krugman at the Conference on Equality in New York City sponsored by the CUNY Institute for State and Local Governance. In addition to the satisfaction of introducing as a member of our faculty a Nobel and Pulitzer Prize winner, I'm very impressed with the work of the institute. Uh, and especially now on this important new tool to understand inequality in New York City and ultimately globally. It's a great addition to uh, CUNY's uh, tools and CUNY's uh, portfolio. Mr. Chairman, that mercifully concludes my report.